So as we continue here in this um, human body's defense systems uh, part of the MOLT method program, let's just actually take a look at a few of the common medications that are prescribed often for stress conditions, um, particularly anxiety and depression. So um, there are SSRIs and benzodiazepines. And you can see here from the screen that um, they are often, the SSRIs are often used to treat anxiety and um, depression. And um, Zoloft is often used to um, treat P PTSD or OCD. And then the benzos are often prescribed to treat um, uh, more kind of anxiety um, amped up sort of um, conditions. And either one of these are going to cause side effects and um, and so they're just two sides of the same coin generally. With depression, um, depression is often the result of repressed anger. And so if you have been diagnosed with di depression or you feel moody or low regularly, then you may wanna get some help evaluating whether there are situations in your life that you're really angry and frustrated by, but you don't feel like you've got a good uh, way to express that anger. And you definitely don't want to just let the anger rip. Um, it's important to um, have a skilled therapist help you do that in a way that won't get you into more trouble. So um, medication versus natural. So um, medication disrupts the body's natural stress response process. It's not possible to affect one process without involving others. A natural approach supports the body as it restores its ability to manage the stress response appropriately. So as we mentioned earlier, it's definitely preferable to use a natural alternative, but you still don't want to use that natural alternative long-term, um, if at all possible, because you're still supporting um, an internal system that should be self-managed. Um, so again, uh, SSRIs are serotonin reuptake inhibitors, and serotonin is one of our happy brain chemicals. So disrupting how our brain manages serotonin is not necessarily a good thing. Um, SNRIs um, are for serotonin and norepinephrine, and, um, and then benzos act on the central nervous system and um, are used for a more sedative effect. So um, benzos tend, tend to have a shorter term effect than um, SSRI medication. So I mentioned this previously, but let's just kind of walk through this. So how patients end up on multiple prescription meds. The symptom causes the doctor's visit. The doctor prescribes the medication. The medication causes side effects. It leads to another doctor's visit. A different doctor is hearing this new symptom 
and prescribes another medication to meet the new symptom. And then that medication causes side effects and this um, cycle continues. So any medication is just buying you time. Sometimes it is necessary to suppress the symptoms, but I want you to always remember that suppressing the symptom is not the solution. It is just a short-term um, band-aid, if you will, that's buying you a little time to get um, to the root cause of the problem. Think about it this way. You know, if you um, broke your leg out in the middle of the desert, right, you're going to splint that leg and um, and hobble back to um, civilization, your car or, you know, whatever that is, until you can get um, some help. Um, even if you can't hobble out, somebody's going to go for help and bring help back to you. But either way, if possible, you're going to splint that so that you don't cause further damage or you're going to be really still. And so um, similar sort of thing with a medication, it's buying us time. It may be necessary in the short run, but you wouldn't get back to your car with a splinted leg and say, oh, this looks good enough. I'll just head home. You're going to the hospital to get somebody, a professional to look at that leg and to deal with it. So, um, so, you know, we want to potentially address it in the short term, give yourself a little breathing room, buy yourself a little time, and then you're going to really get serious and focus on getting to the root cause of the problem. So supplements are treatment. So really, they're just buying you time. Um, we shouldn't need to supplement with anything unless our food sourced nutrients are insufficient. And I will say that um, our food supply is sorely lacking now. And so there are certain, um, I call them food enhancement types of supplements that may be something that you will use on a fairly regular basis long-term, but again, you are going to want to mix it up and, um, and give your body some variety. So where do symptoms go when they're suppressed? And if you take a pain reliever for a headache, did the cause of the headache go away? So that's something really to think about. If the cause of the headache did not go away, then all you've really done is relieved that pressure that was causing the pain, and it's going to come back at some point. Um, and if it comes back in the same way, that's actually kind of a good thing because that means that the um, source, the root cause of the problem hasn't migrated. If it doesn't come back and you end up with other symptoms popping up, that means that your root cause has migrated potentially because you've forced it into um, seeking some other outlet. So this is really important to remember that you need to be careful reducing or eliminating prescription medications on your own. I do not recommend that you do that. You always want to go back to your prescribing physician and work with them closely to evaluate the prescription and 
if you can try to reduce your dose and potentially even get off of it. But some medications are so powerful and have trained your internal system to rely on it so well that um, there are situations where people literally cannot go off of a medication once they've started it because their system is so dependent on it. So um, it can be dangerous to stop taking prescription medication without consulting your prescribing doctor. Most often you'll need to gradually reduce the dose over an extended period of time slowly, and that should be determined by your doctor and you should work closely with them. If you introduce a protocol that improves the condition that the medication was prescribed to treat, so for example, with my patients, if we start a protocol that is going to help support your systems and address some of the underlying condition that the prescription medication was prescribed for, then you may need less of that medication, not go from needing the medication one day to zero the next day. It's going to need to be reduced gradually. So your doctor should monitor your biomarkers for improvement, and it will be easy to justify discontinuing the medication if your body no longer needs it. So this is just um, some ideas here of um, what kind of medications are used for stress. We've looked at a few of these on the previous slide, and these are some of the common side effects. And so you can find more commonalities um, if you look in the columns, but you can see just for um, demonstration purposes that all of these medications cause dizziness and drowsiness. Um, quite a few of them cause um, insomnia. Um, quite a few of them cause um, weight, uh, changes in weight, particularly weight gain. Um, so, you know, uh, we found that there's a high correlation between um, getting good sleep and weight gain. So, you know, all of these things work together to make taking this medication something that you don't want to do without giving it some really serious thought. 